0: to get started and to help the podcast. Thank you very much. Have a great day and enjoy the show. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced
1: warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Haaland, Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com.
2: This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for.
0: It's episode forty-two, season twelve of the Fighting Cop podcast. Today, I'm joined by Felonious Filth. How you doing, mate? Ooh. Good, good. Yeah. Do you feel violated?
2: Um, on Saturday, I did I kind of wished we just recorded on Saturday straight after the game, just do all the emotion. I've kind of calmed down. and I've kind of um, flip flopping between different extreme views. Always extreme views, never in the middle. Always extreme views. But... Either Conte must die or the fans have to suffer forever. Give Conte a 10-year contract.
0: <laughs> I, don't want him, <laughs> I don't want him to die. I just don't want him be, to be at the football club anymore. <laughs> Bardi, how are you I'm doing, not, mate? Not, Sorry, mate. I'm,
1: I'm good. I'm good, Flav. How are you?
0: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. It just feels like another sort of moment in transition that Spurs find themselves in. You know, um, it's, just, it's just a never-ending, rinse-and-repeat cycle of... Frustration. There are highs, there are lows, but fundamentally, over and over again, we find ourselves where we are right now. Now I know it's better than being QPR. QPR are probably going to get relegated from the Championship. I get it. It's better than that. But everything is relative, and I'm, 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 I'm actually furious with what. Who you really furious? I'm furious. You're with I, I, I'd I say I'm furious <laughs> with. Um, Italians, no, I like I, I, we knew what Conte was, and we're going to talk about this. But we knew what Conte was, we understood the that eventually, within 18 months, and it's it, it isn't no surprise that he was given an 18 month contract, that it'd end up fucking setting fire to the house that his kids are in. But I, I'm also angry at Daniel Levy, and I'm angry at the whole sort of situation, like so boring it's so fucking boring to be in this situation once again but we're going to talk about it body uh welcome uh once again um i want to ask you this question from zeus he says would you rather overdose on viagra slowly watching your penis expand bigger and bigger until it explodes or have conte as manager for the rest of the season
1: <laughs> i don't want to die so I, I think i'll take conte i don't want my my penis to explode. I, it's kind of useful, and I I enjoy it. So I think um, I think. Um, really, <laughs> how much?
0: How much do you enjoy your penis, buddy?
1: I really enjoy it. It's um, it's a it's a good appendage. I think. It's the I mean, best I appendage. I don't know. I think my legs. I think if I had to lose my penis or my legs, I'm keeping my legs.
0: I like the fact that you're I referring to a, a uh, your penis as a limb. <laughs>
1: A little one, but it's um, it's a useful appendage. I, I enjoy it. I don't want to see it explode. I've heard it a few times in my life, as I've talked about many times, and i I want to keep it. So, I could do another few months of content. I don't think we should. I think we need to get rid of him. And I'd like to take this moment just to admit to everyone: I'm not even Italian. It's just a it's just an act <laughs> I put on to make myself sound interesting and try and get try and get Twitter numbers and make a career out of myself. Make Fair a enough. Career for myself, podcasts.
0: Um. T, what did you make of his comments post Southampton? Um,
2: <clears throat> this guy is such a loaded question because it's, it's like not loaded. you going to ask Into the comments, what? <laughs> um, I, I thought he was. I, I thought it was. Um, it's, it's kind of typical of him to kind of have, have a meltdown. Obviously, this one's unprecedented. Um, what he said was correct, but I don't think what he's done over the last. 12 months, 12 months maybe the last six months entitled him to go out the club and everything like that when there were things that were in his control that he didn't do i.e. the FA Cup and Champions League exit so yeah I think it might have been what what needs what needs to be said but I don't think he's that guy and I um, mean he lacked a bit of um, accountability so on Saturday night I wanted him dead now I'm kind of
0: mellowed a bit but I wanted him dead on Saturday Body. um what, what did you make of his response to us conceding a three-one away 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 result, but a three-one lead to draw three-all against the team that was bottom of the league? Did, did the performance on the pitch warrant his reaction? Do you think?
1: No, we weren't good. We kind of got into a three-one lead just by the sake of Kuliseski and Poro being good players and Perisic. I don't think there was anything in that in that performance that made me. Think, oh, okay, Spurs are Spurs are playing well. I'd kind of accepted the point that we would just kind of stumble our way into three points week on week until we finished in the top four. But the mo- the moment that stops happening under Conte, that's the moment you got to get rid of him because it's not, it's never going to be beautiful football. It's always going to be just efficient. And the moment it stops becoming efficient, you kind of, you kind of need to get rid of him. I don't <laughs> think I don't think the comments warrant. I don't think it was the the performance was as bad as it was. But yeah, it's just not good, man.
0: It's not good. Well, I looked at the performance. I was I was in in the ground, and um, it was there, there. There was some sort of abject, sort of boring approach to the way we were playing, and which isn't lot. You know that that's. Hold on, you were there. I was there. You were there. Okay. Well, what, what All of it, a sudden, what?
1: it makes sense. Weren't you at Bournemouth when we had like two players sent off as well?
0: Yeah. And then there was also the game against Newcastle um, where I took... Basically, I, I took my missus to the football. <laughs> and Again. Uh, mm-hmm. y- y- she, she she cannot see us win. The only time she she <laughs> nearly saw, her, saw us win was when I took her to West Ham Spurs... So Spurs-West Ham, rather, at the uh, the old wire lane. And uh, we were 2-1 down and Kane scored two goals in injury time. And I took her out on 88 minutes because I was a little bit worried. It was our first ever game going to football worried about what might happen afterwards so we left and uh, Kane's got two in injury time and <laughs> she's never forgiven me and she's got well well into the football right now but um yeah she's uh she's a bad omen um but my question was um like what what, what did you make of of the football it was it was sort of despite going three one up it was symptomatic of what we've been all, all, all season under Conte is that there was this sort of programmatic build up play, play it around the back. Dyer cannot pass the ball without holding it for five seconds. There's 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 so much sort of so so much predictability in our in our build up play. Play it wrong, put it to one of the, 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 the centre backs or the wing backs, play it into Son, he can't hold it up, we lose the ball. Playing to Kane, he's too far forward. He can't get back in time. Their midfielders have cleaned it up. Eventually, and we said this on uh, on the Reaction Pod, the Five Statements Podcast, is is that the the only times we get success is when one of their players fuck it up, rather than our industry that does it. Um I don't know what the question here is, but it, like, can you understand the frustration from fans us towards Conte when he keeps? Playing this style of football, and maybe it isn't the players, maybe it isn't the fans being impatient, maybe it isn't Daniel Levy, you know, not supporting the squad. Maybe he has to take some responsibility, buddy.
1: He does have to take responsibility, and he'll be fired because of that. Um, I, think, I think we've just arrived at a point where the manager, the club, everything else is just they've all fucked up a little bit. And they've all fucked up enough for it to come crumbling down. I think they're all they're all at fault here. Conte needed to be more flexible, but then you hire a manager who's like literally the most unflexible un- manager in the world, and you don't give him what he needs. He's always going to get upset. In January, we signed Dan Juma. For fuck's sake, he doesn't even want to play him. He doesn't even like him. So, um, what is that, club- fail-
0: that? What is that failing there then? Because like the, we bought a player who could have gone on to have a good six months, and I don't give a fuck about Dan Juma's. Uh, you know, career. I couldn't give a fuck if he never played football ever again. I don't care. I couldn't care less. But we're in a situation where we've signed him and Pochettino, um, Pochettino uh Conte didn't want him and he's not going to yeah. play him. Same with Jed Spence. He's not going to play him. So is that a failing in the club, buddy? Is is it a fa- failing on, on Paraty's behalf or, 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 or Levy's behalf that, that we've bought players that are not going to play or are they thinking well beyond Conte and thinking these are good f- players for the future?
1: I think when you fire a manager, you're admitting that everything's fucked up. The The process of hiring the manager has gone wrong and backing him and everything else. There's, I think Daniel Levy needs to sack himself next or step away next because you can't keep... It's, Conte said it himself. It's 20 years, man, under this leadership that nothing nothing tangible in the pitch has happened. We've had, what, maybe one proper go at the Premier League, one Champions League final, that's it in 20 years. And I think at some point, Daniel Levy has to take responsibility for hiring a manager like Conte and and then it failing. Hiring Jose, firing Pochettino and the rest of it.
0: T, um, there there wasn't a lot about what Conte said that was inaccurate, was it?
2: Um, No, it, it wasn't inaccurate, but it's just the wrong person saying that, you know, um, yeah, He goes against United, um, doesn't pick Harry Kane we lose um, we were 3-2 up on Saturday takes off Poirot and Kulicerski and replaces him with defensive players it seems to think that um, more defensive players means a defensive team it doesn't work like that it's like well they're a lot better on the front foot than we are having to soak up pressure because we've got more ones in defence now whether, whether or not it was a penalty is neither here nor there but he has the same mentality that, that Mourinho is that oh just put on more defensive players that'll make us defensive and football doesn't work that way. And um, he does have to take some responsibility. What he says is correct and I hope that even if he is sacked, that people who have the power to change things take that on board and you know, just have a rethink. Um, Where I say I've changed my mind is that on Saturday I wanted contact and now I'm kind of thinking, well, maybe just keep him there, whether he likes it or not, make him sign a contract, bring you know, a baseball back to the hand, and his face, so, you know sign a fucking contract you fucking cunt. You're gonna stay there and suffer with us <laughs> next five years, right? <laughs> really? To suffer, so you know what, mate? You, we're backing you. you. You're gonna take Longley and make him work. That's your job. Make him work until even if Conte is, even if Longley is fifty years old, make him work. This is. I'm the... almost thinking, well, do we do? Is it is it, is it always um you know, the blue screen of death? You know, control or delete and start again, or just try and persevere with um with Conte. I just feel. I feel I'm like a nomad I just don't know what the fuck to do at this point you know
0: um this is Ricky's thing isn't it is that if we're going down then Conte needs to, to experience it as well if he's burning the house down he should be in bed with us <laughs> burning together and screaming in the, in the flames of the match that he struck yeah
2: window, windows boarded up door locked
0: yeah he, um, he
1: was quite nice about the fans he he was quite respectful to us he didn't dig us out he just dug out Levy and the players and
0: he said we're impatient the problem. the problem is is that each week is another narrative that he creates yeah. which is more more and more mental than, than the one before and every lie or every sort of narrative that he or, or, or you know everything he said before makes mm. what he says next more crazy and um, there's no doubting, there's absolutely, we're under no illusion that he's a great coach and he has achieved great things because he, he's achieved m- more than, you know, 99% of managers that have gone into the business have ever ever achieved. And it doesn't matter if he goes into the club and they've got all the money. It doesn't matter. He's a good coach, a great coach. But this, this situation at Spurs is, is, has become untenable for him. Um, and we're going to come on to what we think might happen if you believe the ITK and we could receive some information about what might happen with Conte and Spurs in the next two or three months. We can go on to that shortly but uh, we've got a question here from um, Anthony Antel and he says if you take Conte at his word and that he was solely talking about the players which individuals who he had picked himself on Saturday do you think he applied to? So this is him saying... The play, some of the, some of the players at Tottenham are selfish, and when he when I heard that, I was like, "Who who could he possibly be talking about?" Buddy, in your est- what, what what do you think he meant by that? Who of that starting eleven and the players that came on, who who were playing for themselves?
1: I think Hoiberg plays for himself, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put him to, to one side. Because <laughs> I you, end up talking but, about
0: him? Yeah, but do you think Conte f- was talking about Hoiberg? How well, can he be?
1: He he keeps playing him. So that's that's a, that's a fundamental problem I have with Conte. Why do you keep playing this fucking idiot? He keeps playing. Yeah, but that's
0: you're talking about your you're digging down on Hoebia. I'm asking you what Conte meant by uh, selfish players because I don't see any selfish players there.
1: Perhaps um perhaps it's that kind of self-preservation. They they they're trying to save themselves without kind of putting one putting themselves on the line for for the club or putting in the extra effort putting in the tackles I don't know there's a lot of individuals there who aren't good and there's a lot of individuals whose contract he extended like fucking Dyer and the rest of them selfish I don't know maybe there was a counter-attack where Kane had the ball and he could have passed the Son but then I don't mind Kane keeping the ball because Son has been awful this season
0: but it felt more more system, systematic than that it felt like he, there was a problem like a deep-rooted problem inside the club that we have selfish players Look, I, I don't. I don't think there's any truth in this. I just think that he's being like crazy again. Like he can't handle defeat. Like he's a man baby. The like, geezers. The like I, I appreciate he's won league titles and he's won an FA Cup with Chelsea, won a league cup uh, league title with Chelsea. I get it, but if he doesn't have everything in like going his own way, then then he's a problem. And
1: he's a typical Juventus player. They want everything given to them and. He's also was... an extremely stubborn manager. Is that where
0: it comes from? Do you think that that, that he? I think so. Because he he played yeah. for Juve for what 10, 15 years.
1: Yeah, for about fifteen years. He'd like he won the Champions League in ninety six and was still there into the into the two thousand. Body, why can't,
0: hit... why can't he why can't he see his own failings? Why can't he see the fact that we're playing a, a brand of football that is really, really difficult to enjoy?
1: Because that's that's his beliefs. You don't Pep doesn't change up. Um, but he's playing. He's scores
0: goals. Yeah, goals.
2: Yeah, but, yeah. But but he's are goals. Pep and Klopp evolve, though. May not change fundamentally, but they evolve over the over the years. Whether there be,ing I don't know, putting Philip um in the midfield or putting Rico Lewis in centre midfield, he's always evolving and doing new things. It mm. feels like um, Conte. I mean, it was said about Pochettino that um, why have a plan B if the plan A works, and I I kind of get that, but um, I think that if Conte took a bit of an accountability, it might harm his brand. Because um, at this in 2023, elite managers and elite footballers are brands ultimately. And if they say, you know, the brand of Antonio Conte, my football is shit and it doesn't work, and it's my fault for subbing on for subbing off our two best players in Poro and Kulusevski, then if he leaves this job, if he gets a sack, it's not going to say, well, look, you 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 subbed off these two good players. What did you do that for? You admitted it. If he ever admits it it never happened, then because the pressing to be got out of the way to to defend him almost, is only, it's almost like um, people who write for things like The Athletic are being a bit more honest about it. But Darren Lewis is kind of saying, I like Darren Lewis, I still do, but he's almost saying, well, Conte is right, you've got a back and I'm like, well...
0: Hasn't he been back though?
2: He, well, financially he has. I mean, in terms of um, the amounts of money in black and white, yes. But I think that there were... Um, I think if he didn't get Richarlison, and he got Bastoni, and had to make do with what we had, without Richarlison, there we would have been probably been, probably be equal to where we are to where we are now. But I mean, I think we probably
1: would have been better. I think we would have been yeah. better off. Richarlison's output in the Premier League, yeah. especially, has been
2: pretty poor. Yeah, that's, but, but this, this, this is hindsight, though. Yeah. Conte has been better. I just think that the most important piece in the jigsaw puzzle didn't arrive. And at um, the flip of that. Is that we moved heaven and earth to get Poro in. We paid almost double what the guy's worth to get him in for Conte. I don't think anyone else was driving that apart from Conte. Obviously, Paratici and the scouts made it happen to broker the deal, but he costs 40, 40 odd million. He's not worth that. He's amazing, but we could have just said, you know what, they're charging us 40 million. Let's just move on. And he wouldn't have blamed um, the club for moving on because he's. Because it's a ridiculous amount of money for someone who's probably only worth 20 odd million, in my opinion. Well, yeah. But well, they made that happen for, for Conte.
0: He does look part though, Poro, doesn't he? Just,
2: just, just not for, not, uh... Absolutely. But I'm just saying that the club moved heaven and earth to get a Conte target. Well, yeah, we worked for so him. You can't turn around, so you can't turn around and say, well, the club aren't backing because we missed out on Bastoni. I think Bastoni had a bit of cold feet about leaving. I don't think there's more us shit in the bed there.
0: Um, before we sort of continue to. Um... Delve into the misery that is supporting Tottenham currently. Um, we, we should celebrate Porro's arrival because you know he had a difficult game against uh, who was it? Leicester. Leicester, where we got annihilated. But other than that, really attacking, really eventful, and re- really full of vigor, and and, and trying to drive the, theme, the, the team forward from that position. Is, is impressive and I've been re- I'm, I'm, I'm excited about Poro are you, are you not Anthony
1: I think <laughs> I think Poro right wing back would be great I think um, Udoji next season I think we've got two really nice full backs for next year so that's um, that's a positive to take forward obviously we're going to have to they either have to adapt to a back four manager or we're going to hire a, another back three manager because we've um, got two really good wing backs
0: you called uh, what's his name Udoji you dodgy. Is that is that what they're saying on the extra inch? Is that his name? He's not. It's, it's a dogie. All right. dogie Yeah, yeah Udogey. That, that, I'm telling you, and you can tell Windy and Nathan. That's how you pronounce I'll,
1: it. I'll
0: tell them. Yeah, you fucking tell him. But
1: well, I think des- destiny at left wing back would be. excellent. <laughs> I don't think he'll work as a. I don't think he'll work as a left back, but as a left wing back, he'll be great. Poro as a right wing back is great. So we need to make sure the next manager plays a back free.
0: Uh, yeah, well, this is the thing I, I, I want to comment to the next manager on what will go for what will happen going forward we will do that we have to do that um, but um, just on Udogi or Udogi um, you, you we don't often have an expert in Italian football on the podcast because you left us to go to the extra inch but we won't talk about it. <laughs> but um, what? How, how highly rated is he because every time I read reports like loan reports about him he's he looks mustard, like they really think a lot of him.
1: He's great. He's a lovely, lovely player. Unfortunately, he's not in the Italy squad for the Italy-England game on Thursday. He's in the under twenty-one still, All right. which, is, which is disappointing because it would have been nice to see him. But he's oh. an excellent attacking wide player. He'll be brilliant.
0: Yeah, okay. He's
1: Good. like 10 times a player at is in the opposition half. Perhaps he's not quite there defensively, but going forward, he'll, he'll, he's great. He's <laughs> like Porro.
0: Is he better defensively than, than Perisic?
1: Yeah, I think, I think you're better than Perisic. <laughs> no, it's no. unbelievable how badly he's, fell off, he's fallen off a cliff. It's, but I, the, I, I'm the thing surprised is,
0: me. has he fallen off a cliff? Because he, he's got nine assists and a goal from 36 mm. games this season. That's a good return for a left wing back. But it, it, like, and I was saying to my missus, who I took to the football at the weekend, and I was like, she was like asking about Perisic, and I was saying, he's great if you get him in the final third, then he's really good. His delivery's is great. Um, he he can damage teams, but the minute he has to do anything else other than attack or ha- receive the ball in that final third, he's just lost. And that that isn't the reports we got from in in the Milan fans when we signed him. Is I like, know he's like he's he's 34, but he runs like a 28 year old. He he might run like a 28 year old, but he can't fucking defend at all. The Premier League is so much stronger than Serie A that he just cannot cope. I don't think is that is that a fair thing to say, buddy? Is that why so. he's not good? He's, like, he hasn't appeared to be good enough as a team player. Like he's it's not like he isn't trying, but as a team player, what he's supposed to do as a left wing back is defend in part. And he hasn't been able to.
1: I think there's a, there's an issue there that at Inter he had Bastoni behind him, and then in midfield alongside him he had players like, like Barella, Brozovic, who could who could quickly win the ball back. And I think that's a that is a situation. But talking about Spurs against Southampton, we had like nine people behind the ball at, some, at one point, and nobody was making a tackle, no one was winning the ball. I think it, I think there's a. There's a big problem with just how we set up defensively and, and individuals, which ultimately Conte should have fixed and should have sorted out. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com.
2: No purchases,
1: forward, by law. 18 plus,
0: terms and conditions
1: apply. See website for details.
0: Yeah, well, that, this yeah. is the system. It
2: reminded me of Demi um, Carragher's rant about Trent Alexander Arnold last week and that um, a Liverpool team dominating the ball, dominating teams. He's your guy. But when you're getting like 55, 50% possession and he's got a play going backwards, he's not the same player. So Liverpool being, I don't know, the sixth or seventh best team in the country at the moment doesn't suit someone like him. And I feel that's similar for Perisic. I think Perisic is someone who you put Perisic in the city side or, I don't know, don't want to say Arsenal, but another, another side is doing really well. He would be a guy. But when he's got to like play moving backwards and you know think about defensive I don't think he's, he's a guy for that and I think um, the problem with Conte is that I think how he wants to play is having 51% possession 52% possession and I don't think our defense can really work that way and I don't think Perisic that sees him at his best um, he's got I mean Conte's gotten more about football than, than I'll ever know and he'll probably explain his reasons for why he makes us play the way we do but I don't feel the way he plays football is suitable for the players he has. Our defence aren't good enough to soak up pressure. If we're 3 1 up or 3 2 up against Southampton, put another fucking attacking player on it. Just smash them up. It's not worth having um, Saar and um, who's the other guy who came on? Forgot his name. Came on and like try and head balls away. That's not how it's just not going to work.
0: Um,. Barty, can you explain to me why Southampton, who bottom of the league, looked like a flare team against Tottenham? It's we just look- we
1: were so so passive, Flav, man. They were so passive from everybody. And I think everyone's talking about fitness and the players have played too much, there's not been enough rotation, but it's just really passive from all the defenders. And whenever the ball broke loose, it was almost like they were running, dyers running back to protect the goal rather than going to win the ball. midfield's not putting any kind of challenge in it's just it's just really passive from everybody and it's just really it's just really sad to see and i hate this whole kind of thing passion merchants and look how he's running around and tackling but there does seem to be just a a lack of desire at the moment
0: if you had to rate out of 10 how vigorous you would give eric dyer a blowjob what what is that number
1: it's, it wouldn't be a good one. It would be a, a lot of teeth and a lot of anger. Yeah, a of too
0: yeah. Don't probably <laughs> yeah. open your mouth. So like, what, what, what I can feel your teeth again. Or we'll yeah. fucking play you better then.
2: Just don't exactly. just punch him in the gooch over and over again.
1: He really upsets me. He really he really <laughs> he really breaks my heart, Eric Dyer. And could we contact gave him a contract, man? Maybe because he knew we wouldn't sign anybody else, but he really does break my heart, Eric Dyer, Because do you remember back in the day once once a a time he was he was this great hope of us this next leader, lost.
0: Uh, buddy you you and, and, you you've been a supporter of Conte throughout true. the season, like the most of us, like we we all have, we really have. And th- there's been a few that, that are, you know, that they see his fa- they have be seen his failings before we have, but we've had history to go on. But h- how do you feel now? Like you're like you're Italian, you love him. He's your
1: you know. I don't love him. He's a he's a piece of shit from Juventus who, <laughs> who drug who drug their way to everything. And that's not what really you been saying previously. He's a fucking he's done all the steroids. <laughs> that was the reason why. He, like, that's why he lost all his hair. And um, I I backed him because I truly believed in 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 him. I thought he could do something with us, but he's been unable to do that through his own fault and through the club's fault. So he just needs to fuck off now. I've had enough. I'm tired. I, I backed him until the moment that I thought he needs to fuck off. Plus I'm tired, Flav. I can't keep defending. I'm defending him like he's my fucking dad Yeah, but you don't I don't I don't, shit, I don't know
0: why you have to defend it. Like just like read it as you see it.
1: Because I hope I I hope with all my heart that, that Spurs were gonna do something Wait, what? and I yeah,
0: who I think you and me have been in the same boat for a long, long time. Same with Jose Mourinho. You're thinking, let's just give him a go, and give him a yeah. go until it, it becomes untenable, it, it, in, untenable. which is which is what it's become right now for uh, Conte. It's become untenable. Is that the right word? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's... I mean,
1: what's what's <clears> left, <throat> left? What's left? We've gone from club legends to fucking wheeler dealers, fucking portfolio managers. Who else we had? Guy that won two fucking UEFA Cups with with Sevilla, we've tried everything, and it's just not working. So what the fuck do we do now? That's why I'm that's why I'm all on board Levy fucking
0: off because. Well, well, we, what's we, left? we're going to come on to why or the role that Daniel Levy has played in this very shortly. But before that, um, I think most people are, uh, who are listening to this right now will probably have already heard the rumor that Conte's gone, and uh, Mason is gonna be our manager for the rest of the season. W- w- what do you make of that, T?
2: Not happy. Hate Mason, hate him with a pattern. He's shit. However, um as you've just said the job the job is almost untenable for, for Conte and I understand it is as a safe pair of hands from the club's point of view and I understand why they're hiring him but I think he's um massively incompetent. What, yeah, w- thankfully, on, on what basis thankfully Harry Winks thankfully Harry Winks isn't still here otherwise he'd play every fucking game like, like he did last time I've got PTSD from Ndombele coming on the two minutes left in the league cup final I'll always that's, that's my lasting memory of Ryan Mason but, yeah,
0: but that, 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 because um, that was like six days after ahead. he got a job six days after he got a job he had to play Pep Guardiola's Man City that isn't a reflection yeah. on on, on Ryan Mason. I'm not saying that Ryan Mason should no, manage Spurs. No, but the thing is, uh, the thing is, for
2: like, one day, well, I'll do another, I'll do the other pod of you, right? But the, <laughs> you you meet people, and there's green flags, i.e., you know, there's things that make you warm to people, and there's things that are red flags that make you not warm to people. So earlier in his tenure, he made a decision that I hated, and every game since, I've thought, "You're a cunt. You're a cunt. You're f-. Even though we win the game, you're still a cunt." And we we where this comes from is his is, is constant picking of Harry Winks, even though he was fucking rubbish. Um, yeah, but, but,
0: but um, at the time, obviously, was, I mean, at the time, I hated it, but Harry Winks was a, a good place. A start in Conte makes sense. Sorry? Harry Winks is a star at the time, so he's gonna just carry on that sort of pattern. Move. It's like, how, how what, what, what what can Ryan Mason do currently that Conte couldn't do, and that isn't a huge amount, like, he he might be able to make us play in a different way or, or 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 offer some sort of attacking authority when we, we approach a game. But he's not gonna change I, it.
2: I think sorry it's vertical. I feel that what Mason can do is the intangibles, i.e. make the players relax a bit more, allow the players to figure things out on the pitch. That's what he can do. I feel that Conte has his mechanisms and if you veer from that, he's gonna call you selfish. There's Ryan Messi. You know, this is how I want you to play. But if this doesn't work out, then I rely on Harry and the senior players to figure out amongst themselves on the pitch and try something out. So on the pitch, they can see it firsthand. And the most successful teams, I mean, City of Du Bruyne, who can figure things out on the pitch and make things work. Maybe that's what Mason will bring, being being positive about Mason.
0: Do uh, Body, do you think that Mason can bring more to the game in terms of a, an attacking outlet that? than Conte's been able to create.
1: I think, Conte, I think like what T said, I think Mason might be able to create a space where the individuals kind of do what they want and just allow to kind of free flow, Free, yeah, like freestyle and see what happens. Perhaps Kane and Son find some kind of gel and that might work for them. But in terms of like long term, no. I don't. It'll be like kind of like Stellini. Stellini came in and for three, four games was able to get a tune out of the team. Yeah, and then it kind of petered away, and I think now the same will be with Mason. The players will enjoy all of a sudden they're not having to do the kind of automations, the way to work the ball to Kane, which doesn't work mm. anymore. So maybe there might be something short term there.
0: Was it what, what, what was it about Conte coming back to the fold that made Stellini sort of take a step back and 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 our performances or like defensively or attackingly, whatever it might be, just fall off a cliff? Like he is he's he's the poison here. But he's come back. We were great we, we were we were fine before he came back. Came back from his gallbladder and his restoration that he had in Italy. He come back and just fucking threw a grenade in the middle of our training ground going, I'm back, everything's shit. And I'll tell you what, I'm gonna leave here and I'm gonna collect my fifteen million pounds or whatever it might be, and you lot are gonna have to to pick up the pieces. And journalists are fucking swarming around the rotting Ooh. corpse that is Spurs. And this is a rotting corpse that is currently fourth in the league. But they, they, they they're, they're the, 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 the journalists are, are doing backflips right now, aren't they? Right, it's, great.
1: it's great for content, man. Oh, the, man. the amount of stuff. And, Saturday night, it, I, Saturday night, Twitter was really good. And normally, I stay away from Twitter and everything else after we lose. It was fucking brilliant, and that's um, it's not a good thing. But it was um, it was entertaining, and Conte is just giving a load of stuff for people to watch. Yeah,
0: Alison, Alistair Gold is just nursing his erection. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> One of, of them, they're all lined like, up together, all got semis. It's hard. It's like me at four a.m. on a Saturday night, ten years ago, <laughs> where I'm watching all <laughs> kinds of horrible porn, and I'm just nursing this very small, average erection. But I am nursing it. And that, that's that's what, what Conte gave them they were like oh my god this is this is this is my job for the next 2 weeks we gold, and 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 that's my problem with Conte is that he he doesn't give a fuck about us he doesn't give a fuck about Tottenham Hotspur he never did he really really never did he didn't give a fuck about Chelsea maybe he gave a fuck about Juventus because he played for played there for so long he didn't give a fuck about Inter Milan he just he just needs everything in order to build the foundation around his legacy and I just don't want to be a fucking cuck to that like he, he's disrespected the club he's disrespected us as fans he's disrespected the owners whether you agree with him or not and we're going to come onto to that shortly but he can't accept he's just a bloke and he can't mug us off that way he can't and and um, I don't I, I don't like it I don't like the fact that the way he's conducted himself over the last couple of weeks and if mace
1: doesn't been good you're right his conduct hasn't been good he did say some nice things about us that we deserve better we pay a lot and we yeah, but and uh i don't believe
0: just... it i don't i don't believe what he said do you do you, do you think he actually gives a shit about the fans at all
1: no 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 he didn't say he said that um we deserve better does he give a shit about us? of course not he doesn't give a fuck. but sometimes i i wonder does the club actually give a shit about us either well
0: Right well, I'm about to ask you a question about Dan Levy but if if he thought that we deserved better then he played better football he, he, he would adapt and find a way of us playing better football. Uh T um what role does Dan Levy play in all this? <clears throat> well,
2: it's just another project his that hasn't worked and um he has but he, he has backed Conte to to a degree but I think just the historic i been in the history of the last 15 years without a trophies, He's just beginning to weigh in him a lot. We're making all of these um, business moves with, um, you know, Beyonce concerts, Guns N' Roses concerts, and go-karting at the stadium. As a business, we're doing amazingly, but he's not being, It doesn't feel like he's been held to account enough for the lack of success in football. Now, barney has gone on plenty of rents rightly, about his, Not Le- Levy is not on the pitch in the semi-finals that we've lost against, um, United and Chelsea, and he didn't put a left wing back. That's, Levy's not done that. That's the managers and, and you know, whoever's at the helm doing that, so but I feel that Levy has this kind I think he's partly responsible for the mentality at the club that, that Conte alluded to, and that's why I kind of feel in, in a warped way, that backing Conte might just show you you know what, right? He might not play good football, he might hate you guys, but we're keeping them here to kind of straighten people out. You know, Um we've got to trudge through a lot of shit before we become that club again. I mean, a shot on the arm would be someone like Pochettino, who's, you know, Cadillac we all love, or the bloke from the Celtic, whose name I can't pronounce, or Zerbi or Amarim. These are guys about play good football and get the love back, but maybe the alternative is just um keeping Conte there, keeping him on a tight lead. Maybe just say, you know, we got to make some... If we say to him, look... The football you're playing isn't working. You have to make some concessions, and then we're keeping another contract, and then we'll just back you. If you want to get rid of um shit players, tell us who they are. Bin them. buy the contract up. Like, Wherever well, the fuck you know. That's kind of where, where I'm with it.
1: I agree with T. I I do agree that it's not been Levy on the pitch making the decisions or the performances that fucked us up. But I just think the lack of identity we have as a club is the issue. We've just flopped from one. It's almost like he goes one way, and then that doesn't work, and then he flips the next way, and then that doesn't work. And there's no real clear structure to it. Are we are we a club that, that hires Jose Mourinho and Antonio Conte? That's what he wants us to be. But then he doesn't perform that that way either. He doesn't go out and buy the, the Matic's and fucking Bastoni's, Guardiola's, these kind of players that, that these managers require. But then he doesn't go out and buy a project manager. So G- Spence, for example, is a perfect example of a project player that should have been handed over to a project manager, not someone who wanted the finished article. The the man, Conte, wants a pro, He doesn't want a Spence. And I think that's where Levy's been found out, that he's always... He doesn't have a clear idea of what he's doing and who he's hiring and who's working for him.
0: What do you think of the Inic Out movement, buddy?
1: I think they I think they need to join together. I think they need some clear goal. Do they, do they have merit? I, th- I don't... There's, there's some truth in what they say, that the club has underperformed and we haven't we haven't taken the fans' interest in, into heart. Super League, Go-Kart and the rest of it. Just the kind of fucking comms behind everything, it doesn't sit well whenever they release things. As a club, it's a, we're a fucking conglomerate and that's, what, that's how we operate. But I just do think on the terms of the football decisions, which is what I'm judge, judging Levy on, that there just doesn't seem to be any consistency there
0: do you think that um that maybe we should look to uh sort of a, um, a, a, an american consortium or qatari takeover bid is that something you didn't you know entertain um
1: there's not something i would want but i i would just be happy with somebody else taking control of the football this is the
0: thing though is that it, it, like somebody else it is it's the choice of the two isn't it it's Saudis, it's qatari or it's america and
1: no, just just Levy step down and promote a new chief exec, somebody what, else. What, for what, a chief executive to be placed twenty years is a long time, man. It's yeah, yeah, but we
0: we, we need someone to come in who can spend the money that or, or can give us a, an advantage by you know taking the you know, digging down into that four hundred million pound that we could possibly spend to put us on an even keel with the other teams in the Premier League. What what are we doing? Maybe. What are we doing if we're not? Entertaining that. Because
1: I think we just need someone to spend our money better, Flav. I just think we've wasted so much money on endon Belle, so perhaps even with Charlison. I just think we've just wasted money on incorrect players.
0: Okay.
1: 18
0: plus. T, anything to add on that?
2: Um, not a great deal more. Um, I think Paratich is moving in the right direction um, to not, not necessarily defend Levy, but he's got a devil to a football which we're all crying out for. It keeps Levy out of the football all, all the more. Um, I'd say Paratich is probably net positive in terms of his signings, obviously bolstered by Ben and Corwin Kulisevsky. And, so from that point of view, things are changing in the right direction. And it's hard, not to, it's hard not to look at Newcastle. I think we all know that Eddie Howe is not going to be there in the next couple of years. But at the moment, he's the right guy. He's got the tools at his disposal. He's making the best use out of them. It doesn't feel like Conte is necessarily doing that. Conte is just arriving at a club and making someone like Victor Moses a god at right wing back. And we thought maybe he could make- um, Emerson, we are that or Spence that, but we've not seen any of that, so mm. it, it's, it's a complicated one. But, um, I think, yeah, as, as Barty said, I think 20 years in the job as a, as a chief executive is a bit long. Yeah. I mean, it should let someone else do it, but ultimately, we will
0: need a problematic takeover to yeah, he's get not, to where we want to be. Not, he's not just step back, is, he? is he, he, he? He's engineered like a seismic change in what Tottenham Hotspur as a brand has become. Like when he took over in two thousand and six they 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 made their first play in two thousand and one they've become a controlling interest in two thousand and six and 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 since then he's built a fucking racetrack we've got a fucking beyonce concerts we've got n f l you know partnerships. He's not going to step back because that's what he wants to build. He wants to build a something other than than football. He, he, his focus isn't on the pitch. It, it may be like he's doing enough to to suggest that uh, that he is interested, but he's also interested in a lot of other things. And that and, and I get it. You know, he's he's got a lot on his plate, and he's he's building something that that as football fans we're not interested in. But he is as a businessman. That's fine. But he needs to start focusing on what's going on on the pitch, and that isn't just Basuma, Perisic, Longley. It's f- signing players that are going to improve us significantly. And we feels
2: a bit. So, so it feels a bit like um, started doing another American sport reference, but the New York Knicks. Um, they are one of the richest franchises in the NBA. The last thing they won a title in the NBA was 1973. And the last time I think they reached the NBA Finals, probably in 1933. <laughs> Again, so, but they continue to make shitloads of money because they're playing in an, an iconic arena and just the branding. I mean, obviously, hip-hop was born in New York and people wear their shirts and stuff. And I thought that Flav is right, that why would Levy step down when he made Tottenham Hotspur as a brand fucking gargantuan, more than when Enoch joined. But... All three of us are Spurs fans. Two of us have a season ticket, and we'd, we'd rather see us be comfortably top four. Chances for the title will then, you know, have the have elite have the NFL and elite contests at are, our are, are arena. And Levy has to find that balance because, um, you know, I mean, if we don't finish in the top four and the next manager doesn't work, it can get ugly.
0: Yeah. For him. Uh, just quickly between the two of you, um, if if Levy. Was able to sell the club tomorrow to uh, an American consortium or a Qatari you know, state-led approach to the club. What would you choose, buddy?
1: Who would I choose over Qataris and the Americans? Well, well, no,
0: would, would you or would you want to keep uh, Dan Levy?
1: I don't I, I've said it before, I don't see Enoch leaving, and I think we need to swap out I think we need to swap out Levy.
0: We're gonna swap him out. What? He owns thirty percent of Enoch, he's not going anywhere.
1: Might get run over, or okay. there could be a fire or something.
0: <laughs> okay. Alright, let's let's fingers crossed let Daniel Levy gets run over. <laughs> <laughs> Falonius, what, what do you think?
2: America
0: Fuck, fuck yeah. yeah. Books, <laughs> fuck yeah, <laughs> save the motherfucking day. Yeah, um, I, I'm going, I'm going Saudis. I'm gonna go dark, I'm going Saudis. Fuck women's rights. Own
2: it,
0: man. Own me it. all the players. Own that. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. I'm just all joking. of them. I'm just joking. Um, okay, that's been the Fighting Court podcast. Thank you much, Bardi and Thelonious. You're welcome. And, um, You're welcome. Uh, yeah. This is uh, this has been the fighting goal podcast, and thanks for listening. And it's all going to get better. Ryan Mason is going to lead us to Champions League qualification, and we can celebrate. You know, there'll be one day about thirty years if I live that long, and I've got grandchildren. And they're looking at me and went, "Papa," or "Grand Grandpapa Flav," can you uh, tell me about the the days of of, of uh, Ryan Mason's tenure at Tottenham Hotspur? And I'm going, <laughs> "Yeah." He fucks shit up. He won twelve games in a row. He he, he was given the job, permanently. after being getting kicked in the skull at a hole. And he could uh, be our Pep. He could be
1: our Pep. You never know.
0: He could be because Pep Guardiola played for Barcelona. He was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> he I mean, Ryan Mason may have been a couple of the rungs lower than than uh, Pep Guardiola, but maybe he's got the. He's the guy. When he got kicked in the head... He's been there with
2: Conte. The he's
0: been there
1: with Conte. He's been there with Jose. He's, he's, maybe he's learnt some things.
0: Maybe he's a snake. Maybe, maybe he shouldn't have been there. Maybe he should have left with Jose Muno. But Who, who knows? <laughs> oh, I'll tell that story to my grandchild. <laughs> but, I'll tell you what. Ryan r- the snake. Ryan the temp. Ryan Mason was average. And then, uh, now go and colour your books.
1: He wasn't <laughs> good. He wasn't a good footballer. He was all right.
0: Do you, do you not remember when he scored that, that goal against Nottingham Forest? That was an
1: 1882
0: game, yeah. I remember that. It was a good one. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. It's mad that he's, he's engineered a situation where he's, he's, he's the uh, assistant manager under Jose Mourinho, one of the best coaches that has ever been. Antonio Conte <clears throat> arguably could be in that conversation. And Brian Mason is just sitting there, just going, I'm just waiting for my time. I think... had, he not got kicked, had
1: he not got kicked in the head, he wouldn't be where he is now. He'd be playing, I don't know, Villa Ricky Town or something. So,
0: but, no, you're <laughs> right.
1: You right. I I need to get Mason on and ask him the question. Like, you... Would you take that kick in the head again, major manager of Tottenham Hotspur?
0: <laughs> it's, I mean, life is a never-ending conundrum. And he finds himself as manager at, of Tottenham once again, probably. And we must support him. Just get there to the, the end. Um,
2: what what
1: what happened? Greatest graphic. Do you remember the graphic from the from the League Cup final where they put Pep Guardiola's graphic next to him, like 16, 16 titles, four hundred competitive <laughs> games, and then next to Ryan Mason, it was just like one competitive game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Quite> <laughs> just just quickly before we end, what what if and we believe it will be Ryan Mason to the end of this uh, end of the season. What what what, what would you expect? Do we qualify for the Champions League in in this moment? Bearing in mind the fact that in his league form, when he took over from Spurs, took over from Jose Mourinho, he was four and two. So he won four games, lost two. Um, that's twelve points from eighteen. That's not bad. What, could could you see him guiding us to Champions League football next season?
2: Possibly, but he had. A fully fit Gareth Bell at his disposal he took over from Marine. But Gareth Bell, I mean, the Leicester game, for example, took took the game over and went it by himself. He hasn't got that now. But for the sake of the podcast, I think, I think as much as I hate him, I think he probably can cancel fourth.
0: Okay. What, do, what What about you, buddy?
1: Yeah, I think fourth is is on, definitely. Still on.
0: Okay, good. Well, if he can finish fourth, then what the fuck? Why do we have to deal Any with content? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> Alex could do it. Nah,
0: Alex couldn't do it. Alex, Alex's self belief is unreal. It's un. It's. It, someone needs to have a word with him. Right, just peg him back. a There's gonna, and...
2: gonna be a Netflix documentary about him in a hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> it's all excerpts from the podcast, stuff that he said. It is yeah. indeed. So a like fake Brazilian footballer. Cheers, boys. Cheers, Uh-oh. love.